What's going on, everybody? This is Mike Brown, and I want to welcome y'all to this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. We have a special guest, the one and only Yanni Blue. He hosted episode 200, and he is back to share where he is at in life, what New York has been like being back for him, his nomadic journey, and also his album coming out on October 23rd. So, welcome to the show, everybody. And I hope you all enjoy. This is The Art of Letting Go. And we are here. Yo, what up? This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Today's guest needs no introduction. Um, I'm trying to say um less because I did a survey last week, and 100% of people said that I say um too much. So every time I say um, take a shot. Yeah. <laughs> But today, I have a special guest in the building. He goes by the name of Yanni Blue. He hosted episode 200, and now he is back as our first guest of the new season. Writer, artist, creative director, nomad. Bitch. Bad bitch. Uh, That's okay. What else do you identify as? Um, these days, I think I'm trying to own artist more. I love that. So I like artists. I think it encompasses it all. So artists, he, him pronouns. Yes. That bitch and artists and that nigga. I love that. Everybody welcome Yanni Blue to the podcast. How are you feeling today? What's your energy like? Where's your, your heart at? Where's your spirit at today? I feel excited. I feel present. And happy. I love that. I love that. I feel good today, too. I feel very present. These past couple of weeks have been moving so fast that the last couple of days I've been able to slow down time just through yoga. Recording yesterday, we had a 10-hour studio session yesterday to make music, and being in that space for that amount of time really slowed down time for me. And I'm curious to know... How have you been slowing down time for yourself? Well, just just a I love giving back story because I've been gone for three months and you have been on this nomadic journey as well. Yes. And how has it been for you? Oh man. I have been fully appreciative of everything that we've taken on in the last three to four to six months. And it's been feeling really good. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Too much to unpack in one answer, but I guess to go back to your first question, how I've been slowing down time, I've been trying to just be really conscious of where I'm at, and it's been hard. Yeah. Because it's been so much going on, good, all good. You know, everything has been good. I can be. I can say that. I can, let me own that, because I was going to say good and bad. No, yeah. it's just been a lot of, a lot. life has been happening as it should. This is, this is how we take time to slow it down, reflecting, like you said, the session. Um, but really, I'm going to be putting more intention into that this week. So I think today will be the start of me really slowing down to a halt and really kind of just being present. So that's yeah. cool. How has it been being back in New York? So I was here briefly at the end of August. Then we popped out to L.A. for the Black Queer Creative Summit. And then since I've been back, you've been here. And it's been a lot of fun because I've been getting to experience the city through your eyes, which is a new city. And also just realizing that, you talk about time traveling, slowing down time, speeding up time, being back in a city that I spent so much of my life in 
has made me very conscious of how many lives I've lived. Yeah. So being back in New York and having all of my reflection points, but also seeing the city through your eyes, it's been a really nice balance of like, you make this shit whatever the hell you want. This is one of the greatest cities on earth for sure. Yeah, I remember uh, Snoop Dogg said once in a song, New York, big city of dreams. Mm-hmm. And everything in New York ain't always what it seems. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But it does feel like a dreamer city. And it does feel like a city where I can accomplish so much. It's already been so busy just from, you know, like recording sessions to, you know, being in spaces to network. And it's a hustler city for sure. It is. It is. And I feel, I feel very present in being here. Yes. And I've had moments of feeling like, am I supposed to be here? But nothing is stopping me from, from doing it or stopping me or making me leave. Mm-hmm. Since recording rappers, Azalea Banks said, Island of Manhattan, I was born in New York. City never slumbers. I would always sleep and never dream till the hundreds. Mm. And it feels like that a lot of times. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When I moved to L.A. initially, I still had that New York hustle. And you know who reminds me of the New York hustle? Byron. Seeing the way he moves around L.A., mm. that's very New York. When I first got to L.A., I had that, that same energy for, for work stuff mostly, but just kind of moving around in that way. And coming back here, I, I'm reminded why like, it's so easy to do a million things in one day here. And it could be really, really fun. And like, even when you feel like you're about to get tired, you get that second win. Like last night, we almost, almost went to a ball after our 10 hour session. And I think that if we really wanted to go, we would have found a second win the way the city is set up. For sure. I I feel like every day I've gone to bed at least at like one o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about that because I wake up every day at like six or seven. Mm -hmm. These next couple of weeks, I'm really focusing on and being intentional about my routine and my schedule because I'm not here on vacation and I always forget that and I don't feel like I'm on vacation I like I said I've been very productive this is probably the most productive I've been within this nomadic journey but sometimes in the beginning of being in a place I could feel like I'm on vacation mm-hmm. this is home for you how do you not fall into that pattern of, you know, like, for for example, for me, when I visit Houston, it's very relaxed. I don't do much. I stay with family. But now going home, it's kind of home. It's like a home base because we don't have apartments. So what is it like for you being here right now without a home base to go back to. It's funny. I don't, I know I'm home. I feel like I'm home because home is where my family is. Home is where my mom is, my sister, my dog. But um, this specific span of time that I've been here has been so hustle focused. I've been moving so many pieces around. I've been wrapping up an album. I've been, you know, pitching for press. I've been preparing for a new job. We've been going to summits and doing different shit. I've been hanging out with you. So I've honestly had to take time to, to do the opposite and remind myself that I am home. Versus like, oh, I'm home, I need to, you know, I'm not on vacation. I don't feel that, and I need to, actually. I'm having the opposite effect of like, you don't know how much longer you're going to be here. In the the sense of like, we intend on moving around a lot. So telling myself, like, you don't know how much longer you're going to be here. Take some days to just sit in the house. 
Yeah. And sit with your mom, sit with your sister, sit with your dog. So I'm I'm doing that this week. Um, but it, it that's it's been harder for me to do that than it has been to run around, which is terrible. But I do I love what I do and I'm really enjoying this creative phase and this this, you know, networking business phase of my career. So it's been, you know, it's a balance. We're really blessed to do shit we like. Yeah. So when you when you said uh, trying to remind yourself this is not a vacation, it's like it kind of still is. Like that's the beauty of creating the life that we've created where it's like you are here for work. You are here for pleasure. This is like a work vacation. Like life, our lives should always be work vacations mm. in the direction we're heading. So I love that. And congratulations on finishing your project. Thank you. You too. Oh, yeah, I sure did. I always forget that. Did you plug it last week? I did. I, oh, okay. I, I put a commercial in the episode. Oh, because, you know, I'm Chris Jenner out here. <laughs> no, I definitely plugged it. Which I'm featured on. Yes, you are featured on both on. versions. You are on both versions. Ew. That's so cool. What's good, let goers? This is Yanni Blue, and on October 23rd, I will be dropping my sophomore album, Dream Big, in collaboration with Tariq Amir Carroll. It's full of bops, including Can't Compete, Curious, and Damn Disconnected, featuring your lovely, lovely host, Mike Brown. So if you like supporting black people and gay people and fat people and extraordinarily talented men out here trying to... Uh, redefine what it means to be a man and, and and all of that fun stuff check out dream big i have a question for you that popped in my mind uh i'm gonna mm. I'm get over it i promise y'all get though. over it i did i've been doing well though i think the ums is a symptom of wanting to move things fast and it's just naturally how people fucking talk fuck that <laughs> but if we talk if you talk slower the ums go away i think that is sure that is true that is for true but i was gonna ask you what does success look like for Yanni Blue at this stage in life? In the short term, success for me, in the short term, success for me right now is having a job that feels fulfilling, both creatively and financially. Success for me is being able to make the music I want to make and, and putting it out and being able to travel. Those three things. And those are very short-term successes. They're not my big, grand, like, life successes. But, like, for the next three to nine months, those are going to be the things that really make me feel like I am building the life that I want. So those, those feel like success for me. Do you feel successful right now? I will own that I feel successful right now because I am, I am doing things that feel really good. And uh, that's the building block, you know? That's what you want to build everything on. You know, you don't want to do things that feel terrible and get paid for it because then what's the point? You know, I am doing things that feel really good. And I am giving myself permission to move towards things that make me feel good. So even in completing this project, just understanding that whatever I do next is totally up to me. Like, I don't have to take this anywhere further than putting it out and then moving on. If that's what energetically aligns. That, that feels like success. Success is giving myself autonomy to do whatever the fuck I want. Mm. That makes me feel successful. What about you? I feel successful right now. I think some of that negative chatter can make me question myself but i do feel successful right now just to be here i feel successful and i feel like i've won whatever game i thought i was playing you won yeah and really designing it for myself now i think so often we live life in chasing that external validation 
And I really feel in a place of validating myself. And it feels good. Again, like I said, as I continue to, to grow, that negative voice just gets louder. And I'm doing work around silencing it. I what think has been a, a, a recent tool that has been working for you with that? Being present, breathing, really, really acknowledging that some of those thoughts are bullshit, sometimes saying them out loud. I mean, I, I feel like I go through cycles of these tools all the time, but really acknowledging like, man, that sounds like some bullshit. I don't even really believe that about myself. And sometimes saying it out loud, hearing it in my voice just makes it not real for me because mm-hmm. I don't speak negative on myself. So when I hear it out loud, it don't sound like me. I appreciate you sharing that because my the voice for me has been very loud recently too. Mm-hmm. And mine has been, I guess it is a version of being present, but specifically coming outside has been really helpful. I didn't realize how much of a hermit I can be when I don't feel good yeah. about life or what's going on. It's very easy for me to stay in the house. It's very easy for me to stay in my room. So sometimes just getting outside has been really helpful and I guess helps in making me present. And I could definitely always use more tools and can, and can work on sharpening my tools because like you said, the voice does get louder. But you know what? I think in this moment, talking about creating more tools, I think I'm going to take that voice getting louder as a sign that we are getting closer and closer to being in alignment with what we're supposed to do. For sure. Because I think, and we both owned that whoever we're meant to be, whatever we're meant to be, probably doesn't even exist in the world yet, you know, really creating those worlds. And I think the further you go into the unknown, the scarier it can be and the louder that voice can be. And, I, and I'll tell you, just to add to that, the voice is getting louder because I am progressing. Mm-hmm. I'm conscious of that. And just in knowing that, just that reminder to myself is always like, that's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's not real. At all. Ooh, but she be loud. Mm-hmm. It's James Woods, a.k.a. that yoga dude with Feel Free to Feel Free. Moving, going, feeling good. Oh, God, you got this. You're making it happen. Every day, every effort, every breath, every relaxation, every recovery, every thought is going towards your goal. And your goal is being your best you. Your goal is letting some things go. Your goal is picking up some other things. Your goal is asking for help. Your goal is giving help to other people. Your goal is being you, your best you, your freest you, your most liberated you. And I thank you for achieving your goal every day. I thank you for taking that breath. I thank you for making it around that corner. I thank you for taking that step. I thank you for... Clearing that path, moving through that way. I thank you for being genuinely you. I thank you for helping others. I thank you for helping yourself. I thank you for feeling free to feel free. You got it. Keep going. You the best. I appreciate you. Peace. I wish the bitch didn't speak English. At least I wouldn't understand. That's funny. (laughs) So, Yanni Blue. Mike Brown. What is next for you? Like, what is the next frontier of life for Yanni Blue? I'm telling myself that, but uh, 30 seconds before that, I probably would have answered, like, I'm working on this, I'm working on it. Now we're here. We're here. Man, I used to to be able to name all these phases, and, and I'm doing this, and I, and I always joke that I'm in an era or some bullshit, but truthfully, 
I'm here and where I'm supposed to be. Like, I don't feel like, you know, you know, in times in life, I feel like oh, I'm taking a step back so I can go f further or I'm going really hard right now. So the next couple months I can chill or I'm rebuilding, I'm rebranding. I'm, I'm here. Whatever y'all getting right now, it's going to be this with a little bit of glitter thrown on it maybe sometimes. But this is this is what's next. It's, it's being more of this, being more authentic, being more honest, speaking more, connecting more, creating more, spending more time out in nature with people I care about. I want to own this being normal for me. So that's what's next. That's really dope. What about you? What's next for me? I feel like what's next for me is really just stepping more into my light. I feel like over the past couple of months, I've really tapped into it. I feel it on myself, just being more confident, being more sure of myself. And uh, there we go again. That's three. Um, <laughs> I'm keeping count, y'all. I'm keeping count. I'm proud of you. I'm going to eliminate them. I've been missing them. I've been missing them. I really want to express my freedom in all aspects of my life. So even in the way I dress, I feel like I, I feel it in the way I talk. I feel it in the way I create right now. But I want to show externally what this freedom looks like in my own way. Because just because you do something that is out of your norm doesn't necessarily mean that it's you. I'm exploring what what looks and feels like me and being open and embracing it all. But yeah, I think the next is just me doing more of what I'm doing, staying present and really reaching those levels beyond what I believe for myself. Because I realize that I am a powerful manifester. I do manifest a lot, but at the same time, I feel like I feel like my manifestations have been projections into the future. So like I may be manifesting something today, but I may not receive it till like four or five years from now because what I'm saying, I may have not been prepared for, but I feel in alignment with myself where whatever I'm saying I want, yeah, I want it right now. And I'm not afraid to do the work to get there. And also to just receive it. Amen. Just sometimes through stillness. Amen. Receiving it. So you do manifest fast as hell because for your birthday, I don't know. Well, you dropped an episode on your birthday, so people don't actually know all the ins and outs of your birthday. Are you cool if I if I ask you some questions about that? Yeah, sure. Cause um because no, cause right, yeah. This is what happens when Mike Brown lets you pot a lot. You start you start thinking you're the host. Um no, what no, let's uh you said talking about manifesting. <laughs> You set a lot of intentions for your birthday, some really, really dope work things, and they all happen the same day. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to run run down the list and see if I remember it all. Okay. You dropped an EP yes. and a mixtape. Yes. And a music video. Yes. Uh, you had an air article. Mm-hmm. You hosted a Glad hangout. Yep. And you dropped the first episode of the season. Sure did. And all of that came together within the matter of like two or three weeks of you like really setting an intention on just wanting to return with the podcast on your birthday and me pushing you to like, not even pushing you because it didn't take a big push. It was just me casually hinting, like, you should drop the single that day too. And it turned into the EP and the mixtape. So all of that happening, how the fuck do you feel when, when, when all of that comes together and just how, how did you receive that day? Good 
I felt a little overwhelmed just because I planned all this stuff. It happened and I was receiving so much positive response to it all that it was a little overwhelming because there are versions of myself that have doubted doing stuff like that, like releasing music or coming back after a break or, you know, not even wanting to promote the stuff that I do. So for me to embrace it, push it, continue to push it, it feels like a level up. It feels like a, a different level of me taking myself serious. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been the biggest thing through all of that shit. Like I said, I've, I've always had these projections for myself, but I don't know if I've always taken myself so serious. Yeah. So now I'm in a place where I don't need you to tell me how good I am. I don't need you to tell me that I'm really doing this. I'm, my actions are telling me that I'm doing this shit. Yeah. So it felt good. And it set a tone for 37. Yes, I'm 37 now. She's cocky. <laughs> I'm 37 confident. now. And aging gracefully. I would not, I would not change where I'm at in this present moment for anything. There are things that I, I want to grow, obviously, but just where I'm at mentally, spiritually, I wouldn't change it right now. I wouldn't go back anywhere, is what I'm saying. I wouldn't yeah. go back to any stage Hell of no. life because. This this is the most present that I've been, probably, ever, which is supposed to be. It's supposed it's you're supposed to keep continuing continuing to progress. Just a year ago, you dropped. I remember how overwhelmed you were dropping your pod course a year ago on your birthday versus this year and a million things going on. But yeah. then you, another reflection point is I just remember working on your one sheet not even two or three weeks ago and you reading it and saying, "Wow, I forgot that it was about me." Mm -hmm. Um to go from that person, which even if it was just a, a moment of acknowledging that to seeing how present you were on your birthday, it was really dope because it's just, like I said, you you are so much fun to collaborate with and work with and 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 exist with because it don't take a lot to get, get the gears turning for you. It's, it's, a, it's a nudge, it's a suggestion, and you just run off. You, you take off with wings. <laughs> and um, I love that because I'm the same way, so it's really cool to see somebody who just like, you know, oh, a lot of us have gone through these these creative journeys with not a lot of encouragement, not a lot of support. So, and instead of being the people that are sitting here just pouting, like nobody ever believed in me, it's just like, it just take one person to tell you, to see you or, or acknowledge you or encourage you and you just take off running. And I've I've been able to benefit from that over the last year and, and I've seen you really blossom from, from those little moments, you know, even somebody like Bentley coming into our lives at the summit and how they poured into us in the last, three or four days that we've been connecting with them. It's like, it don't take much. It's just one or two things and we we take off running and it feels really good when, when you talk about not wanting to change anything, that's one of the biggest things I don't want to change. I'm glad how quickly and how deeply I feel the people around me and take in the lessons. Um, And I see, and I, and you also talk, we've been talking about mirrors a lot lately and I, I see that in you. Like you mirror that for me very, very authentically like i see how quickly you just kind of take off and i'm like oh that's that's me like i, I do that too so it's really cool i appreciate that oh I my god that i'll shut I, up now I give that back to you after you finish listening to this episode make sure you take a minute in whatever streaming service you are listening to to listen to my latest 
music project called Desert Thoughts. There's two versions of it. One is on SoundCloud. One is on all streaming services uh, featuring Yanni Blue, Eddie Wayne, DDM, and so much more. Um, you guys will really enjoy it. It's like an inspirational piece that uh, I needed some motivation while I was in the desert. So I wanted to share that with y'all. So take a listen to some of my deepest inner thoughts that I experienced while being in the desert on this nomadic journey. It's available now. Check it out. All right. So now it is time for Ask Me a Question. Ask me, ask me, ask me. We should do a new song. That'll be the next song we work on. Okay. song for that. I got you. Segment music. Um, <laughs> so our first question came from Victor Jones. And he wanted to know, but I feel like you can answer this question as well. How, what is the most surprising thing you have learned about yourself on this nomadic journey? Not learn, but that I've had to really face is that I could be cranky. And kind of just understanding days, like especially after travel days, um, that and then I guess deeper than that, um, I have learned how much I am inspired by my surroundings. I've learned how open minded I am to places too, because um, a lot of the places we went to didn't have the most glowing reviews, and um, I had a blast everywhere. Yeah, because um, the experience is all it's all up here and in here. I pointed to my head and my heart for those listening in their headphones. Those are those those are the two things that come to mind. It's funny because mine were kind of related. But uh, I realized how open I am just as far as like adapting. I guess I guess that's more what I've learned in my nomadic journey is that I'm able to adapt very easily. I've also been something I've been super surprised about is me being open to receiving things from people. So like receiving places to stay stuff like that has really been a surprise to me because usually I'm a figure it out myself type of person or being too prideful to receive. So my openness has been surprising to me. That's rubbed off on me too. So I, I, I'm going to take that with you because I'm, I'm the same, but uh, I've, I've watched you be so open and I've been trying to be more open, not trying. I've have been like, shout out to like Byron, shout out to Jeremiah. Like, yeah. Those were places where my I really mama, went. My mama. Stay. <laughs> those are places where I really went um, off the strength of just how those people fuck with you. And, um, you know, the fact that they, they let me in as well says a lot about you. Says a lot about me, too. But um, those were things that I don't know how I'd be able to fully receive on my own. But but being in, in partnership with you and, and showing up in these spaces, I've been able to really receive. And, you know, what? actually double shout out to Byron because he was. He really poured into me while we were there this last trip with this this job that I've been interviewing for and, and just kind of let him use his office space. And like, I remember he had all, he mentioned it twice. And the first time I just ignored it. So I was like, no, I'm gonna just stay in this bubble. And he said it the second time. And I was like, damn, Mike would say yes. Mike would be like, thank you. And I just I just thanked him and went and used his office to do this interview. So shout out to Byron. I got to take him out to, to dinner as soon as I start working. But um, but yeah. Also, I was going to add that. I've learned how to check myself 
again, kind of going back to what you were saying about not even necessarily being cranky, but just, I don't know, did you call yourself cranky? Because I called you cranky. I'm cranky. <laughs> uh, everything sucks. Everything's terrible. <laughs> but you you definitely was grouchy. I was very grouchy mm. on travel days. Mm. But also Stormy cloud. just in general, like when I feel things, checking in with like, why am I feeling this? And mm-hmm. being conscious of not taking that out on the people around me. You know, I told you that day that I was on the train and I was just over the the travel time of being on a train and I felt myself being angry about it and wanting to I guess project it on you but then checking myself and saying whoa like he ain't got nothing to do with this that's been huge because even in, in acknowledging crank, uh, crank, cranky or grouchy whatever I it never was personalized and mm-hmm. and it wasn't because I've taken this trip at a place in my life where I've really come to understand and through getting to know you I've really come to understand that if Somebody is, if 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 somebody's energy is feeling away, I'm feeling away towards them. Nine times out of ten, it's something that I'm going through. That has nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. Just by shifting my mentality towards that, I've been able to really check myself. Like you said, like you got off that train that day and probably had all this energy that you could have easily put towards me, but you took a second to process it and realize, like, oh, I just had a shitty train ride. Yeah, that's easy. As easy as that. So that's been a big lesson for me, and and I think you've definitely connecting with you has definitely helped me learn that because um. I super fuck with you and like you it's it's very very incredibly rare probably has never really happened that you've truly made me uncomfortable unless I was already just feeling that way and you just happen to be in in my presence I appreciate that and receive that yes thank you Victor for that question shout out to Victor I had a question from Tori Talks yes we love Tori Talks yes and the question was have you mastered the art of letting go? And I'm going to say absolutely not. That's why I'm still here doing this Mm -mm. because I'm still constantly shedding layers for myself. I feel like as long as I'm alive, I'm probably going to be letting go till uh, I have to let go of this shell. So yeah, I've, I've most recently realized not only have I not mastered it, but there is almost some power in letting yourself Really sit with some of those things that just aren't going away because I am such a forward motion person and try to block things out and really try not to let people or things get the best of me. But um, sometimes you're just holding it back as opposed to like really moving through it. So I've I've uh, allowed myself to be a little tender in the last couple of weeks and really feeling some of the things in hopes of releasing it in new ways, because uh, like I said, sometimes I feel like I'm just holding shit back. I feel like that Spider-Man meme when he's holding the train back. <laughs> And then I finally let go and all the shit still rushes in. Yeah. Um. So now I'm trying it a little bit different. I'm trying to sit with it sometimes. So different techniques, but definitely it's a lifelong journey. Yeah. And someone told me once that we give other people what we need most. And yeah. I do feel like my ability to help other people let go is because I do have such a hard time with it. So, yeah, yeah I haven't mastered it, but I've I've gotten pretty good at it. I've gotten pretty good at it. Thank you, Tori Talks, for that question. Shout then out I to had Tori. one more question from Nobu. And the question was, do you think suffering is necessary? I'll let you take that one first. I guess. I guess to taking it first and I guess to the question. It is. It sucks, though. I hate it. But is it, though? 
I think you have to suffer a little bit to to kind of learn things. I mean, maybe suffering's a strong word, but I think adversity is necessary. Okay, because I was gonna ask, at what point do you stop suffering? True. You know what? Maybe maybe the the actual word. Yeah. You know what? Yes. Because I think suffering does have a lot of heaviness to it. It does. I think you're always gonna have adversity, but suffering, I think, might actually the act of suffering, the feeling of suffering, is a choice. I think you can choose to uh, be happy even in the struggle or find the positive in it. So look how quickly I changed my answer. That's awesome. Language. Language. Shout out to language. Shout out to language. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Nobu. <laughs> yeah, so, suffering's not necessary, Nobu. Or, yeah. and, and people out there, I don't think so. I think it's, I mean, I think at some point you have to go through it to understand that you don't want to go through it. Yeah. And I think everything after that is just, it's perspective, it's tools, it's shifting energy. It's taking a shot when you need to take a shot. It's smoking mm. a blunt when you need to smoke a blunt. Mm. Or, or we don't we don't or we don't abstaining condone, from those things if we you don't need condone to. blunt smoking here. It's only oh, joints. Joints, sorry. But yeah, and also in that, I mean, I agree, but I will put that asterisk on it. Just being conscious of your why of doing these things, like you know, just making sure that when you are smoking that joint or whatever it is that you do that it's not an escape period full stop <laughs> right right there's other things to do that's a look talking about it's an ongoing journey like why were those my first go-to's like you can go paint a picture you can go write a song yeah. um sit in the park you can sit in the park so the podcast i'm learning i'm healing i told you I'm, I'm i'm in an era of of sitting with some of the shit so the shot was the first idea that came up but um i'm moving past good. it Oh man, Yanni Blue. Yes. When does your album come out again? So I am dropping an album October 23rd. It's called Dream Big. It's a collaboration with Tariq Carroll, aka Amir. Features Mike Brown on Damn Disconnected. Um, yeah, October 23rd. Okay, and where so can go stream where that. can the people find you? I'm at Yanni Blue on all streaming platforms. Y-A-W-N-Y-B-L-E-W. Hit me up. Let's chat. Let's collaborate. Let's trauma bond. I love all of it. <laughs> I love it all. That's funny. Thank you, Yanni, for coming on the show. You're welcome. Thank y'all for tuning in. This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Peace. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, as well as rate the show. Review it. Let everybody know what you think. Let me know what you think. If you want to further support the show, we do have a Patreon where I give exclusive content almost every day now. I've been pretty consistent with it, but exclusive content on the Patreon as well as merch coming soon. If you would like your podcast produced by the Art of Letting Go team, reach out. We are moving into podcast production and we want to help you tell your story. Also, I don't have anything else for you guys. <laughs> oh, I have music out. I have music out. New music out. Desert Thoughts. There's two versions of the project. There's one that's on all streaming services and then there is the mixtape version that is on SoundCloud. I would love for y'all to check them both out, share them with your people. Hopefully you get inspired. Um, this is Mike Brown. And this has been The Art of Letting Go. 